0: And we do welcome you into the Fumblegate podcast, the post Super Bowl edition of this shindig. Jason, Adam, the officer, all here with you to talk everything relating to Super Bowl. We'll get right here in just a moment, but first, we have social media stuff. We want you to stay involved in. follow us on the Twitter at Fumblegate. Twitter, gentlemen
1: at Fumblegate County.
0: FGP com. Fumblegate at gmail.com. Of course, you can always find us on Facebook. And every Facebook live broadcast, you can also watch on our YouTube channel. Just search Fumblegate Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe. You'll be notified right away. And of course, the podcast version, you can listen to it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, as well as Google Play Music. Again, search Fumblegate. We're the only one out there. Subscribe. And every time an episode is uploaded, you'll be notified right away so you can take Fumblegate with you on the road
1: and don't forget you can download them and you can listen to them even without wi-fi or internet connection you can listen to those anytime you'd like you can download them directly to your phone
0: you got it we make we do make those free to download so take them with you wherever you may go wherever you may be headed or if you just want to listen to them at home and if you just if you just want to hear our voices yeah you You can use it it. to put children
1: to sleep or (laughs) yourself to sleep or whatever you'd like to do we have very soothing voices
0: that's one way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we do want to get into what everybody, a lot of people watched. Over 100 million people saw it this this past weekend, which was the Eagles. It really, you could say we're kind of kind of in control for a lot of it, it was. Always, it was always a close game that Super Bowl was, but they wind up beating the Patriots by a score of 41 to 33. We thought it was going to be the coronation of Tom Brady uh, as being uh, given, being given the official crown as the goat that obviously yeah. maybe, maybe change. We'll talk about that here in a moment, The, the le- what this may or may not have done to Tom Brady's legacy, but gentlemen, just your overall reaction to the game, which we all watched together and it was a, a really, really good football game. Yeah, a
1: very good football game. Especially, I think we all wanted the result that happened, which I think made it a little bit better. And I think we all said it on the show last week that we all wanted the Eagles to win. Yeah. None of us predicted it. Made it made it a
2: whole lot better. It right? made
1: it a lot more fun. And, yes. and it, it to me, it was more exciting because of that. Mm-hmm. I, I was very happy to be wrong about the about the Super Bowl. Yeah, we all pick, sure.
0: we all did pick the Patriots to win, and not it, we all wanted Philly to win. I think, like it's outside of Boston, I think America wanted Philadelphia to win, but we all did pick the Patriots.
1: We all got it wrong. We got a lot of stuff wrong. If you go back, if you go back and listen no, don't to do our preview show, no, don't we, do that. We're oh, smart. I, I got a lot of stuff wrong. There's no question about that. That's, think-
2: that's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> think, think if the if the Patriots would have won, do you think we would have had uh, fans in the Boston area eating horse poop on probably
0: camera? Not. Probably not, right?
1: So we for some great social media late night entertainment. <laughs> and,
0: and, and they they put the hydraulic fluid on the light post. Didn't stop them. No, didn't matter at all. Ritz Carlton's front entrance. The, the, the awning over matter. the Ritz Carlton yeah. yeah. that comes down because why, why wouldn't you climb up on the awning of the one of the nicest hotels in the city yeah, and tear don't. that down? That was probably. $10,000
2: bill right Adam, there. I, I think your response when I said uh, that they were putting the uh, hydraulic fluid on the lamppost was it doesn't matter if you run them over.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: which, yeah.
1: Which happened, too. Some <laughs> some guy got all the way up on top of the street light, which I thought was pretty impressive. <laughs> he almost came down with it, too, which was pretty pretty fun. But, yeah, lots of, uh, of late-night shenanigans going on in Philly that, that night.
0: But overall, a... A really, really good football game, and I, I think, I think, I like, yeah, I mean, like a lot of people wanted the Eagles to win. I know more so for me than anything else. I just wanted a good football game, and yeah. and you, you, we didn't know what kind of game you know you were going to get from the Eagles. We kind of had an idea what we were going to get from the Patriots, at least on the offensive side of the ball. We'll talk about whatever that defensive performance was here in just a little bit. But it, 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 this game seemingly had everything. Yeah. Anything and everything that you could want, and it was never really a point where you felt like, oh, one team's got it in the bag, or, or this team's going to do this. Even when Philadelphia, I think, had a 10-point lead, you knew it wasn't going to last.
1: No, you, you know who's on the other side of the field, and Tom Brady's going to yeah. get another possession, and there's always a chance, as the Falcons learned last year, there's always a chance when Tom Brady's playing quarterback. It was just—it was one of those games. And, and reading some of the post-game stuff, some people are saying it's one of the greatest Super Bowls ever, if not the greatest in terms of games. Just, just the the flow of the game. There was—I mean, if you were in offensive football, it was a game yeah, to watch. It's not one I mean, punt in the entire game. The officer didn't like it not, for that it's, reason. It's, it's, <laughs> he won the six three defensive it's, struggle.
2: It's not even in the top five for best Super Bowls ever. It, unless you take out the fact that the Patriots lost, the, the, then then okay, then it's up there. But are you only using that
1: because the Patriots were in it as well? Like, if it was a different team that you cared to watch, would it would it change your mind?
2: The best Super Bowl ever, I think, was uh, was the uh, Titans Rams one 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 yard, yard yeah. short.
0: Right. I think that gets that I think game. that gets overblown because of the finish of that one. It, it wasn't a bad game, but.
2: Well, yeah, no, there wasn't two thousand yards of offense. No, so. it's just no. But the, Somebody, for a long
0: for a long time in that game there was no offense because neither side could do anything. Even the greatest show on turf yeah. couldn't move the ball. And then he had because there was good defense. <laughs> <laughs> I, think the, I think the finish. I think the finish. I think the finish elevates that more than yeah, anything else because he got trade- tackled a yard short. Yeah. But but both teams.
2: It. Play, it wasn't that the offenses were terrible in that game. There was some pretty good defense played. On both sides, I, I
0: don't dis, I don't discount that. <laughs> I, like I said, I just think that that one gets built up more because of the way it finished. Kevin Dyson being tackled one yard short of the end zone. The, uh, I think that's what holds that one up a little bit more.
2: I mean, the uh, gosh, there's 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 still there's so many that came down to the last second. Uh, yeah, heroics that were that I still think were the the uh, David Tyree the helmet helmet catch. helmet catch was pretty awesome. Uh, uh, unfortunately, Super Bowl 23, Joe Montana going down the last minute, um yeah. beating the Bengals. I mean,
0: thanks Lewis Billups. There was
2: some there's some great that was a great game. It was. Yeah, you know,
0: so you will have you'll have those, you know, you know, sometimes you don't get great Super Bowls and and we and I think we all kind of thought you know, we didn't know which Nick Foles we were going to get in this Super Bowl and we all said and this is one thing, Kind of contrary to your point, Keith, from a week ago, we all said, call kind of agreed. That Nick Foles was going to have to have another monster game like he did against the Vikings for him to have a chance.
1: We all did say that. That was one thing we got very right. He had a. And he it had. Turns a, out he had a monster. He game. had
0: another monster game. Twenty-eight of forty-three, three hundred seventy-three yards, three touchdowns. Did have a pick that wasn't really his fault. He was going for a shot it wasn't deep. His fault at Jeffrey all. tried to make a one-handed catch and tapped in the Tipped air.
1: Tipped it back to the deep. He deep. also
0: had the rece- the the receiving touchdown, which we'll talk about here in just a moment because the, the, that's the officer's like favorite play ever. <laughs> Was also Super Bowl MVP. So you you look at that from this perspective of Nick Foles. Do you give Doug Peterson credit for scheming this kind of performance to Nick Fole, For Nick Foles, or are you looking at that New England defense and saying, "What's up? You just let you just let a backup to, to your point from a week ago, officer. You let a backup quarterback tear you to shreds."
1: Yeah, and and well, I mean, we did we did say that defense was going to be something that was going to Keep Philly from being successful, and there was no defense in this game to speak of. Again, one punt in the one entire punt. football game. Um, you know, defense is getting it off the field, but it, you got to credit Philly's play calling to a point. I mean, Doug Peterson has balls of steel because he went for some fourth downs that. And we and we talked about this. Another thing we were right about. We did talk about this that Philly could not play to not win the game. They had to play to win the game. They could play, play not. You play
0: play but, to win, not to lose. Yeah,
1: you don't. You don't kick a field goal if you have an opportunity to get a touchdown and they they went they took some chances and god love them they got them right but they took some chances that could have gone the other way but they did a really good job at taking chances at the right times particularly the the fourth and goal particularly the fourth down on their own side of the field um you know it was a fourth and short and they they put Foles in a good situation to drop it off to earths but you know, it was one of those things we said that they had to they had to take chances and they had to go essentially go for the throat if they wanted a chance in this game and they did the whole the whole game they made they made New England play from behind and they took chances when they had to calculated risks and they got them
3: right
2: I mean, you know, we, we you guys threw a lot of scenarios at me uh, last week because I, yeah, yeah. I, I said I'm um, – take, take, take the points, take the points, take the I, points, I am, take the I, points. As, if I were a coach, I would be very, very conservative when it comes to points. Like, like you said, take the points. You always take the points. And, man, for him to make those calls, that is just – that is brass balls. That is good for him. I couldn't have done it, especially in that stage at that point with the lead. man. Yeah. Good job. I
0: think one of Bravo. the thing, one of the things that to keep, that happened during the game too, and we thought this was going to happen, was especially early on the use of the RPO, the run pass option, yeah. and not only using it, but going against really what they had done out of that. Usually, the RPO, it's a quick in a, a dig route, in a quick slant. They were using the RPOs to set up goal routes yeah. down the field, and, yeah. and, and, and so they were taking advantage there. Of course, there you go, officer. The Patriots didn't utilize Malcolm Butler during the games. Their perceived number one corner. We'll talk about that here in a moment. So that probably changed some things up for them. But to not only use it, but they also understood by and large, it was quick slants, quick hitches, things like that off the RPO. Let's go against that. And then all of a sudden you have... Third-string tailback for the Eagles running seam routes down the middle of the field, catching 30-yard touchdown passes, had yeah. 100 yards yeah. receiving in the game. And, and, Who saw that? Nobody coming?
1: picked that. Nobody picked no. the third-string running back Clement to have 100 yards no. receiving. Huh. And we talked about it when we, we all watched the game together. Again, we talked about after the game that you could have made the argument that he could have been the MVP, sure, because yeah, for sure. he came out of essentially nowhere, led the team in receiving, and caught one of the most crucial touchdowns in the game. Uh, to really – I think it was the 10-point lead to give well, him the 10-point lead. And he
2: was, con- he was relevant throughout the entire game. I mean, yeah. he was constantly making – turning out big yardage – Big plays at, at crucial times. Yeah, he was, he was
0: a ch- he was a chunk yardage running back. Yeah. And Ajayi and Blunt Blunt had a, a broke one long run. I think early in the ball he had game,
1: seventy total. Yeah,
0: Ajayi was quiet during the game, but they used they used that they used a third string guy to kind of break some plays open because yeah. you had to figure <laughs> as I hadn't good, game planned for. Yes, him. <laughs> that,
2: that's exactly where I'm going. <laughs> that's that's as, as how you get Bill Parcells, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> as good as as our, good as our uh, Belichick, same coaching tree,
0: same <laughs> coaching tree. But you figured. Matt Patricia knew what he was probably going to get with Legarrette Blunt, especially. Yeah, had an idea seen with him a, with Ajayi time. because he's seen him twice a year with the Dolphins. Yeah, as well. So they went against that, but yeah, I. T- and also the fact that you know we t- we had, we pondered the question last week: Would James Harrison be any be a factor in this game? And he wasn't. No, and I think that we, offensive we line. That as well. That, we that offensive predict- line was. St- hey, hey,
2: we got one right. Yay! <laughs> the, Phil- the
0: Philadelphia offensive line was stellar.
1: Both offensive his- lines were yeah. really safe. So there was one sack in the game. No holding penalties. No, no penalties on the offensive line. I mean, they they both really played really well, and the the fumble was really the difference in the game. Did that I get
0: week? a twinkle in your eye, by the way. Yeah. No, great. no penalties great. for O line. Yeah. there. yeah. Not
1: a single holding call. Which. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, at that stage, it,
1: typically, if you don't see holding calls, typically you see sacks, and there yeah. wasn't holding calls. Well, and there I, wasn't sacks. I think
2: was, I think uh, the referees let let them play. Yeah, I mean, they, they
1: did a good job at not taking the game out of the hands of yes, the players. Yes. there was not egregious that was, penalties that, was a, that, was a that lot were questionable. There penalties
2: that could have been called. Yeah.
1: Um, a, I mean, there's penalties on every it, it, every play in football that could oh, right, be played. Right, right. there were some that were a lot closer than others. Yeah, that they kind of like go and didn't. Which yeah. I, I
2: like that. I no, spe- it's it's more fun to the, watch the, the handsy game. stuff between receivers and corners. I like that. Yeah. So. No contact
1: on the field. Like that's, that's that's it's a bit of old school football. The, yes. w- the what we kind of grew up watching. Right. Where you can get your hands on receivers and where there's a lot more downfield contact, big hits. There were some big hits in that game that really could have couldn't got could have gotten yeah. called. Yeah. The one um, on... Uh, Brandon Cook. Brandon Cook. I
2: mean, people... Oh, that was that was legit, though. I that, know,
1: but Patriots fans were screaming, I'll oh, kick him out of the game. And, and if if they threw a flag for unnecessary roughness, well, it people on, wouldn't have been that upset Depending on right. who hitting,
2: too. Yeah, you it, know, if that was somebody with a with a record, then yeah. he probably does get penalized.
1: But, yeah, they, I really did appreciate that the referees just let yep. the game play out, and, and you got to see real football happen without flags all over the field and all the breaks in action because they're, you know, reviewing... You know, helmet to helmet contact and cramp like that. They just let the game play, and, and it worked out. Again, like you said, it ended up being a great football game, and that's probably part of the reason because you didn't have to deal with officials, right,
0: at all. Well, and one of the plays that really set the tone, beer opening idiot, is on the board here. This one we, we talked about the <clears throat> of steel of Doug Peterson, fifteen to twelve game, fourth and goal right before the right before the. Uh, end of the first half, and all of a sudden they call a play called Philly Special, which the officer which was a Nick Foles suggestion. Nick Foles suggestion to Doug Peterson because there was a clip of it, and I love Doug Peterson. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, just it, it, why not? <laughs> Last game of the year, Brent can't do <laughs> <own> anything back. <laughs> and, and for those who who don't know the, the Philly Special play, the officer has a unique name for it.
2: So th- there's a, a lot of uh, plays that, that I – essentially most trick plays I refer to as double double reverse pass jackass. <laughs> this one actually fit a little better because <laughs> it really was a double reverse pass. But, uh, yeah, it, 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 pretty much anything that's that's reverse, double reverse, and then a pass or a throw, but whatever, it, I always refer to it as double reverse pass jackass. And it was great because both teams ran it. Yeah. yeah. And 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 one uh Got dropped by a subpar player and <laughs> by, <laughs> on, a, on a critical third down. People
1: people claim he's the greatest quarterback of all time, and he right. he got outperformed by another quarterback who catches better than he does. Yeah, Nick Nick Foles. How do you go scored, zero for one on, the, on receptions?
2: The, the, the touchdown that was probably the uh, the, the difference in the game.
0: So. I think I think that's going into halftime to not only call it but then convert on it. Yeah. That sends a monstrous message. Not not necessarily to your team but to Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia saying you got a war on your hands. Yeah. We we have come to play. If we're going to bust this out in the Super Bowl, you have no idea what's coming in the second there, half.
2: There there are a few coaches that will make that call at that point. I, I just I mean I'm most guys like you said,
1: most it. guys will take the points. Absolutely. Most guys kick the field goal. In the
2: Super Bowl? Yeah.
1: Yes. And we and we talked, lead? again another thing that we did get right about this is we said that they had to take chances and stuff. And we we talked about uh in the Jacksonville game when you know they took a knee with fifty five seconds left, yeah. rather than trying to go get Jacksonville,
0: a you mean? Or, yeah, Jacksonville. yeah, it's, yeah it's Jack, Jacksonville took a knee with fifty five seconds Patriots. left and two timeouts. Yeah, yeah, and and, right.
1: and we said that Doug so Peterson would have done that. Yeah, you couldn't do that. You can't. <laughs> right. You have to take chances and you have to go for the throw. You can't play the game to to just you, squeak you by play to win the game. You play to win the game. So that that really that like you said that set the tone and let Bill Belichick and the Patriots know like we're here we're here to play. And we're not holding anything back. Can't hold anything back. So they, it, it was really – it was awesome to watch it, too. It was a great play. Nick Foles did a great sell job on it. I love hey, really? seeing the video hey. after the game of him going to talk to Coach Peterson and saying, hey, let's run Philly Special. And they
0: – Looked he- at his board. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> what the hell?
1: Yeah, fourth and goal. What the hell? Let's do it. It's a Super Bowl. <laughs> goal, we're going to look like geniuses or we're going to look like idiots. And they <laughs> well, look like geniuses on, and, on Monday morning. And so if he plays, awesome.
0: if he plays conservative and kicks the field goal, it's an eighteen to twelve game yep. going into halftime, and you don't know what he can happen. I mean, you have to think at that point, New England's thinking we haven't really stopped them the entire first mm-hmm. half, and now we can hold them to a field goal going to halftime. We've got to feel pretty good about ourselves. Absolutely. That we're, you know, Foles has moved up and down the field. on us, But we're only down six.
1: Yeah. And I think part of it, too, is just to show his locker room when they go in at halftime. Oh, To yeah. show his locker room, hey, I'm in it to win it. I like, yeah. we're, we're here to play. How, imagine
0: how
2: fired up they were. Absolutely. Oh, man.
1: You come in at halftime, and you just ran a trick play that, you know, the they, reverse they jackass. yeah, they they <laughs> predicted it would work. But, you know, most people look at that and you are like, yeah, that never worked." That's like a play you drop <laughs> in the dirt in the schoolyard. Yeah. Okay,
0: so it goes for a touchdown. So on the other side, then New England's got to be thinking, "Oh boy," didn't obviously and, and, they didn't and, see that coming. And New
2: England tried that play first too. Yeah, yeah. they did and, <laughs> it did, and it didn't work. Possibly, <laughs> it should have well, well, should, worked. It got dropped. Should have been a touchdown po- by a you, not clutch. Poses to
0: time. you, poses to you, Adam. You were on the, the sidelines for the two thousand six playoff game against Pittsburgh. When Carson Palmer had his uh, knee taken out and, and Chris Henry was hurt in the game as well, yep. Pittsburgh ran that play yep. late later in the game, of course, not right before halftime, and they wound up scoring a touchdown. What does that do to a sideline when when you see a team run that play on you and and pull it off to perfection?
1: Well, I mean it's it's one of those things that you you think you got them stopped, and then they come out with something, you know, some gadget play like that, some trick play like that, and all of a sudden you're just. All the air goes out of the side. It's got to be
2: frustrating. I mean, it
1: is. I mean, think about it. If the Patriots get a stop there and stop them on the goal line, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a three-point game, right? 15, yeah, it was, yeah, that was fourth twice. and goal. Yeah, it's a three-point game going into halftime. And instead of a three-point game, it's now a ten-point game. And it's one of those plays that you don't have a way – you can't game plan for it no. because you don't expect to see it, although the Patriots do run it. But, you know, it's not a play that – you think they're going to run in that situation right there down the goal line. And the plays are a bit different. Nick Foles kind of – he did a fake motion. You know, It's one of those plays that you see like a high school team run, and they work to perfection because high school teams never see that kind of thing. Right. And they do it in the NFL where Nick Foles is basically the motion guy, but it looks like he's changing the play. He pauses and for a second. Then for everyone and-
0: that has a gripe out there that's a New England fan, it was a legal formation because Foles was in the shotgun to yep. start. He didn't come out from under center. Well, a lot of people saying it was a legal formation. No, it wasn't because he was in the gun. Get over it. Yeah. So I, and
2: he really sold it. I oh, mean, he, he did. He, he did. He he did the best acting. Walk job up the line. Kill.
0: Kill. Kill. Yeah. You know, Omaha. And then, when, and, whatever. and then
2: And then right as it snapped, he he made it look like he didn't make it look like he was going to run a route. Yeah.
0: And he uh, sold it almost as if it was going to be like a right like, like a wildcat yeah. play. Yes. Yeah. The only thing he didn't do was he didn't break uh, to the outside there. So <laughs> I, like I said I, it was. Th- it was funny, also listening to the broadcast. And by the way, you could clearly tell during the broadcast both Al and Chris had heavy money on the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Both yeah, of them, was, both of them, in that moment, really kind of questioning the play call. Like, wow, why would you call it down there on that end? And then at the end of the game, that was a turning point of the game. Yeah, to make that call right there.
1: It was, a, it was a bit of a pro Patriots booth. That's uh, for sure.
0: Just, just a touch there. I'm not sure how the profits went as far as like them mentioning. I know, I know, point spread was mentioned early on, like yeah. in the pregame by Al. Yeah. So. Good work to you on that one. (laughs) New England's defense, like I said, got lit up in the game. Didn't force a punt from the Philadelphia Eagles all night. We mentioned the Monster Night Foles had nearly 400 yards, four total touchdowns, including one receiving. Well, maybe one reason for it is because their starting quarterback, Malcolm Butler, got benched right before kickoff. There's various reports going around. There was one report saying it was a combination of he had a bad week of practice, he missed a curfew and then also got in an argument with some coaches. So they for that was one report saying for those reasons they mentioned. Of course, Belichick's gonna say nothing. So number one for me, I think it's a chicken. And,
2: and this is a guy that has won them a Super Bowl he, or, or he made, the, made He the made the win. play yeah. against
0: uh, Seattle a few years yeah. ago. He been he started in all but I think one game this season. Right. And this game doesn't take one snap defensively only on special teams. Yeah. I, I'm number one for me it's a chicken <clears throat> move of Belichick to Wait until right before the national anthem to tell him yeah. that he's benched. That's weak because they well, showed him. Up, they, sh- they showed him during the anthem, and he's crying. Yeah,
1: yeah. They said, "Well, how emotional is he about the game?" They didn't realize at that point. They didn't realize that the reason he was crying was not because of the playing. national anthem was because he knew he wasn't
2: going to play in the Super Bowl. And I, I,
1: I, that I, makes a big difference. That so that's so, that's garbage.
2: That is, and and it's a shame because I actually commend uh, Belichick for for not starting him. Based on whatever his whatever his reasoning, you you break the rules, you don't play. That sends a message. That's great, but you wait until.
0: Right before kickoff, you're on, the guy, you're on the he, field he, he, that he, week. He knew. after pregame, I, he probably knew at least 24 hours beforehand he yeah. wasn't going to play. Anymore. Yes, but, but the certainly thing is, that morning he didn't knew. tell he didn't tell the guy that was supposed to step in that he was starting. Um, How do you <laughs> expect? I mean, you I mean obviously you expect the next next man up be ready to play. But, but at the same mind, time, there's a mindset there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you got you guys know that playing football, you have a mindset of well, I'm I'm not going to get the start, I'll be ready to play. But you know, if I'm not starting, sometimes maybe it takes a few plays to get myself into the flow of the game. Whereas if you know you're starting, you're bringing it from play one. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mentally, it's totally different, especially at that at that stage. Mentally, you want to know what's going to happen. And it, I mean, I,
2: I've never sat the bench, so I don't really know. You know the difference. Zing. But. <laughs> Me either. But,
0: yeah. but I mean, it's just the principle of that. It, fine. If you want to send a message to the guy, okay, fine. It announced it on Saturday. He's been suspended for violation of team rules or something. He broke a team rule or something. Yeah. But to do it right before kickoff, because that, that's that screws with everything. It's a, it's almost like don't even let him put his shoulder
2: pads on. Well, it's, it, I think it's I think Belichick was trying to be Belichick and 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 not let the other team know so that they can't make any changes or plan any any. He outthought himself. If that's what he was. That's fine.
0: To. If you don't want to let them adjust to it, you can tell. You can tell your own team. I think. Yeah. You can tell your own starting cornerback. And so after the game, I want you guys your thoughts on this. They asked Malcolm Butler, you know, what happened. He basically said they gave up on me. F it. I don't. I. It is what it is. Yeah. You, yeah. you blame him for it?
1: I don't blame him for his message. But again, they, again, he's we an still, unrestricted. We still he's gonna, an unrestricted he, free he, he's, agent. He's he won't gone. be back. No, he's gone. Um, you know, again, it, you don't. We don't know the true reason behind it, but
0: you no, know. I don't think we ever will. Yeah,
1: I don't think we'll ever find out because his his story is probably the only story we're gonna get. And he, of course, isn't gonna say I was out past curfew or I was doing something stupid or whatever. Um, but you know, his comments, it's it, especially, and I've said this before about post game comments. Like it's it's an emotional time. Like you just lost the Super Bowl, and obviously you didn't get a chance to affect that game. So that that makes it even more frustrating for him, I'm sure.
2: When you're one of the best players on the team all yeah, year and,
1: long. And you want a, again, you won a Super Bowl for that team before right. it, it definitely, I'm sure, emotionally. And then to lose
2: like that and to think that you probably could have had an yeah, impact Yeah, you lost to a
1: quarter a, a quarter a backup quarterback who, you know, but by, by all means played the game of his life, obviously, but you know, a game that you feel like you could have made a difference in. It's. It, I'm sure he was frustrated, and I don't blame him one bit for the for the comment. I mean, I know he's going to lose ten thousand dollars or whatever it is for the fine for saying the f word. But you know, it, it's it's again, it's the emotional time, and you know, sometimes you just ask stupid questions. If I was him, I wouldn't even talk to the media. But you know, the media always tries to hunt you down, and that's part of part of your job as a professional athlete.
0: He stood yeah. up and you no. own it up, and like I, said, I, I don't I don't blame him for it, and I'm sure. He'll, you know, he'll have that mentality. Whenever we play New England, I'm going to try and stick it to him.
2: Yeah. I, I, I don't have a problem with what he said, and I don't have a problem with with Belichick uh, benching him. It's just, I, just the
0: way it was it's done. The way
2: it was done sucked, but um, you know, if that's the way you want to run your team, good for you. Uh, it just, just, yeah. He 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 could have he, he could have told him.
0: Or, uh, you I think? <laughs> wow, my mic fell. That's cool. <laughs> Do you think he would have done that with uh, with Tom Brady?
1: Uh, oh. How about no? Okay.
0: <laughs> so there's you,
1: want to, you want to use different example? Rob Gronkowski? No.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, but you know, Butler's a guy who, like you said, made to play at the end of the yeah, Super
1: Bowl. All right. It, again, it's it's confusing.
0: But with Brady, you know, in this game, throws for we. And was, this is one of the things we got wrong last week. We all said. Not not gonna break his record that he set last year four sixty two. Well he had that like by the end of the third quarter.
1: Yeah, boy were we wrong on that one. Yeah,
0: he, Oh he, my goodness. He goes out and throws for five oh five and three touchdowns. And his team and his team loses the game.
2: Yeah, five oh five. Now, typically though, when a quarterback throws for five hundred yards, they lose.
1: They're playing from behind. Yeah, and and again, last year's Super Bowl, the reason he had all the yards because again he was playing from behind.
0: But he wasn't behind twenty three like he was a year. No, ago. no, he was behind.
2: He was
1: behind well, he the, entire, the game. entire game. They were playing so. catch up the whole game. Sure. So. It does make a difference, yeah. We we again last week you watched the episode. None of us predicted he would get anywhere near his record. In fact, we thought he was barely going to be over the predicted yards of two. I many. think
0: we, we all kind. Of, I think we all kind of thought he would be you know, probably in the 300s. Yeah,
1: three fifty ranges. I think where we we but, all said somewhere I in also, that range.
2: I also think that we thought that it, it it was going to be
0: one handling and could have got ugly in favor of New yeah, England. He was so spending he would, he more time handing the ball yeah. off. He wouldn't need. He wouldn't need to. So with that. I'm going to put it over to you guys here because you guys had yourself a fun little debate last week over the whole Tom Brady goat, not goat, all that kind of stuff. So with that, with the loss now, Brady's five and three in Super Bowls. So in, in your mind, does it hurt him hurt his legacy with this loss? No? He
2: lost. Yes, he's lost three Super Bowls. He's won behind Jim Kelly. He lost to a backup quarterback. He is an obvious handoff situation by Seattle away from being 4-4 four and four in the Super Bowl. Uh, yes.
1: And again, you still have to play in eight of them to be 5-3. and three. Now, I mean, that to, to me, the biggest deal is he's still been to eight of them in 15 seasons. He's played in eight Super Bowls. It's, it's just... Again, I you, I don't think we're ever going to see it again. I don't think you're going to see another quarterback playing eight Super Bowls. I don't think you're going to see another quarterback win five of them. But and but he's, and he's not went, done yet. But but they, but they have a chance Matt, to be back next year. But they too. went
2: eleven and five with Matt Castle, so there's a but lot of credit to go make around that does, that doesn't necessarily go to Brady. It's oh, a good I, team without him.
1: I no, I agree. I agree that they're a good team without them. I don't think they play in eight Super Bowls without him though. They, I, and we may never know because Belichick and him will probably retire at the same time um, or, or so close to each other. I don't think you'll see either one carry on very much longer without the other. But yeah, I, I, I just think it losing three Super Bowls, it's, it's the same argument that you have in basketball as LeBron James has lost five NBA Finals. Well, he's also been to eight
2: of them. Like, right. And Jordan is greater than LeBron, which obviously. So, again, mm-hmm. because he never lost in a championship.
1: Yeah, he also, LeBron's also never lost in the first round. And, again, if you want to talk about when <laughs> when when people aren't there, when Michael Jordan didn't play those seasons after he didn't play, those teams made the Eastern Conference Finals. When LeBron leaves a team, those teams don't even make the playoffs. So, again, same argument. But, you know, I, I just think – it, I don't think it hurts his legacy any. I don't I don't think, especially if you're on the, he's already the goat fence or, or already the goat side, which if you're a Walmart Wolverine, you're already on the goat side. If, you, if you're you know, a fan of the Patriots, you're already on the goat side. Um, so it, it, it doesn't hurt his legacy with anybody, I don't think, because most people already had their mind made up before this game. Whether he won or lost it, I don't think it changed anybody's mind. Like, oh, wait a minute, he's not the goat anymore. If you thought he was the goat before the game, he's – I still think he's the GOAT. I don't think he's the GOAT. He's Jerry not. Rice, Jerry is, the Rice goat. is the GOAT. But I think he's I, I, the greatest. Don't, I, don't I still th- think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I, I don't for- think
2: Tom Brady's in the top five best football players.
1: Top five? That's a debate for another. I, I
0: was afraid you were going to say top five quarterbacks. Oh, no, I think he's – I I I my, my microphone that just fell, I was going to throw at you. you do we invite he's-
1: Fu Man Drew back on the show all of a sudden?
0: <laughs> no.
2: I, I, think Tom, I think Tom is handling number two. I think he is entrenched in number two, but I, I think that Joe Montana is—he's—he
0: is, will never, never be in contention for number one. That's basically what you said. You basically implied is he is—he is solidly number two, yeah. behind yes. Montana, and yes. will never be ever be in contention for number one.
1: Right. Even if he wins the next two Super Bowls, not number one. If he wins the next two, two if he, if two he wins Super Bowls, one more,
0: we'll, he, we'll talk. If he
1: wins one more, is he the best? You do in your mind.
0: You
2: do realize that Brady. I mean, been, if Grandma has balls, she'd be Grandpa. So you know, <laughs> we can't really.
0: Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We're, again, it, we'll
2: we're see
1: how Three hundred sixty-five days away from debating that. You again, do realize
0: Brad. that Tom Brady has been to more Super Bowls than Joe Montana has been to conference title games. Okay. I'm, I'm just. Right. I'm just saying.
2: Okay, I mean, I'm I don't not, think I'm, I'm not I don't just think saying, Brady
0: is a bad player. I just think that
2: Montana was better. It was a different era that didn't uh, favor quarterbacks. like So what if he does like win? Now? What if
0: he does win two more rings and finishes his career with seven Super Bowl titles?
2: I mean, uh, what if? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it depends. But right now, but right now he's he's lost three, two to a mediocre quarterback and one to a backup. That was almost ready to quit.
0: Which, by the way, I've changed my mind with that mediocre quote. Nothing again is ever Eli's hashtag Eli's fault. After that amazing Super Bowl commercial,
2: <laughs> that was with, the
0: best with it Eli was and Odell,
2: Odell Beckham
0: oh doing the gosh. Dirty, dancing. dirty yes. dancing. That was hilarious. as soon
2: as it started. I was like, "Oh, he's going to catch him at the end. He's going to catch him. I know it." And then, and then I didn't I think sure they were going to do it. And is then it? he went.
0: Eli Eli hired a ballroom dancer to teach him those moves. That's so awesome. He He went that he went that far. Well, he's
1: looking for his post football career. He's maybe he's got a career in commercials. Like I I wish it
0: would have been for a product, instead it was just hey. Watch the NFL. Watch more NFL. Watch more NFL. That was, now, the, that was the only thing for Now, it. the
1: true test will be if they actually reenact it during an actual game next season. Not a
0: chance. Now, not a that, chance. I don't, but, Eli's not strong enough. Well, if, if they find,
1: <laughs> even if they just find a lineman to do it with Odell Beckham, just, ha, yeah, just have like two,
0: have, two, have, two fat, have two fat guys pick him up. Uh. One of them could do it. One, one, uh, one for, offensive lineman well, could do it. Odell's a little, a little brittle at times, so for safety. We, right. go, we go for two.
2: The spotter. I have a spotter. That, okay. Okay, so, okay, so is, is that – is that the best commercial No, for the
0: f- from the Manning family?
2: Oh, for the Manning family.
0: Oh, boy. From the Manning family. Yeah. It's, it's Eli's best by far. Yeah, well, yeah right. Are we,
1: are we including like commercials from SNL? Or no? <laughs> the,
0: the United Way SNL thing yeah. from That's Peyton Manning. Because if we're including SNL commercials, then
1: Peyton has the advantage. But... <laughs> It, it might be the best on to to sell a product, including the NFL as a product. To sell yeah. a product is probably the best.
0: Yeah. Good, good for you, Eli. Was it
1: the, was it the best one of of the Super Bowl?
2: Yes, I, I thought so. No. I, I know everyone liked the yeah. Tide commercials, but I,
0: I Ra- thought that wrapping
1: one. Peter Dinklage.
2: That was that was
1: that was
0: my
2: second
1: favorite. That, that one's my
0: favorite. That my I appreciate that. Morgan I'm Freeman in, and Peter Dinklage. But I, Morgan I just, Freeman, I can go with, but I'd it's left, the same commercial. I
2: laughed I my. Butt off watching that video. You could say it. It was. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I know. I said double reverse pass jackass like six times, yeah. and I don't and no, say ass.
1: They were, those were my two favorites for sure. I I, <laughs> yeah. went, I I give a nod to Buster Rhymes because most of the kids watching Super Bowl probably didn't know who Buster Rhymes was. Right. Like, hey, Peter I, Dinklage. <laughs> who's he rapping to? <laughs> who is that guy? It's Buster Rhymes, son. I
0: think I said it when we were watching it. I don't think Peter Dinklage knows who Buster Rhymes is. <laughs> I don't think, I'm not sure Buster Rhymes knows who Buster Rhymes is. Nice throwback, though.
2: Yeah. Well, well, I um, mean, what, what's better, uh, uh, Peter Dinklage singing Buster Rhymes or uh, Morgan, uh, Freeman Morgan, Freeman. Morgan, yeah. Morgan
0: Freeman? Morgan <laughs> Freeman,
1: yeah. Because it just, that's why that commercial just, was just so good because the two personalities Morgan, that were the doing vo-
2: the it's rapping. It's great because it's more Morgan Freeman, but the but voice change. Peter Dinklage, he owned
0: that Buster Rhymes like. like he well, did, Peter Dinklage also isn't eighty-three years old like Morgan Freeman Peter, is. That's yeah.
2: true. To be,
1: <laughs> to be fair, <laughs>
0: uh, so we have. Uh, <laughs> They they were all great.
2: Morgan Freeman was an old old man when that Missy Elliott song came out 20 yeah. years ago.
0: No, he's just older. He, he was older father when
2: that song initially right.
0: came out. He's an older older old man, and he's still awesome. Yeah, so by amazing. the way, so now we begin kind of moving our way into the off season. Now that all that fun was taken care of, us past Sunday, and we start in the in the off season outlook with the now Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. There you go, well, officer.
1: officer.
0: You've got a quarterback possible issue coming. You have Nick Foles, who just won you the MVP. He has a year left on his contract. But you have Carson Wentz, the regular starter, likely not going to be ready, they think, for probably the first month of the season. So with, with the Philadelphia Eagles... Are you looking to move Nick Foles or are you try- going to try and hang on to him? No. Through the first month of the season. I, I don't and- think they can afford him.
1: If if I'm if I'm Philly, I am shopping him right now. Cuz again, in this 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 you see this happen all the time and it's it's rare but it happens. Uh it's this is this is the Joe Flacco scenario. Nick Foles is coming off the greatest game of his life, the Super Bowl MVP.
2: He is not your starter. A string of good games, actually.
1: I mean, he he, he led them to the Super Bowl. He started the last two regular season games and led them to the Super Bowl. Um, he led
0: a demolition the demolition of the Vikings. We didn't see coming. Yeah,
1: and, right? and won the Super Bowl. It, it, the the iron is never hotter than it is right now, and you have to take it because he's not your starter. Carson Wentz is your starter. But Philly, I think, Philly fans, Wentz
2: it might be the, the 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 at the forefront of the future, the next generation of quarterbacks. Yeah,
1: he's like the, the next, next great quarterback. Right? Yeah. He realistically was the MVP of the league. Yeah. If he doesn't get hurt, right? The monkey, he's probably the MVP. The
0: monkey wrench being thrown into this is they don't. Think Wentz is going to be ready to start the season?
1: Which they, which, think, yeah, he, they but,
0: think he's may not be ready until like week five.
1: Well, here, here's where I'm that's, at that's he, really
0: the, the issue Philly has.
1: He's already on his feet, which makes it you know different for me because I I, I wasn't on my feet that soon after surgery. But it, I, I have a feeling he'll be ready sooner than later. He's a younger guy. He's he. It, by all accounts, it wasn't a severe knee injury. Obviously, and med-
2: medicine's come a long way. Yeah, anytime you tear an ACL, yeah. Since, yeah, yeah,
1: anytime you tear an ACL, it's a major knee injury. But it, the other damage that can come along with it is really what slows up a recovery process. And the fact that he's already on his feet is a huge deal for me. That that shows that he's a lot further along than someone in, in that situation was even ten years ago when that when it happened to me. Um, I. I just I, – there's, there's no point in holding on to Nick Foles when he is a starter for other teams in the NFL. You're going to get more value out of him by getting rid of him than you are by keeping him for the potential to play four games next season.
0: So what value should you ask for him if, when you're talking to other teams?
1: Um, first day pick.
0: First
1: day pick, if that's, that's first round pick. Oh, it's only first. Oh, yeah, I yeah. forget that. He used to be one, two, three. I'm sorry. I'm right. old. 2005, it second was one, day two, pick. one, two, three on the first day. He's a second day pick. He's a second or third round guy. I think you get a second or third round pick for it. You see Jimmy Garoppolo, they got a second round pick for well, Jimmy okay. Garoppolo. So, to go
2: would you, if you're an NFL team, would you give more for A.J. McCarron, who had a second and a third round offer? That fell through, or Nick Foles.
1: Right now, I'm giving more for Nick Foles because yeah. Nick Foles again, he's coming off the the biggest game that you but can he, have. He
2: also was almost out of the NFL. He was, and he's and it, significantly older. It
1: right? is. I, I, I can't. Hide. He's 28 years old, I believe, so he's a little older. Okay. But you know, All he's right. not too. He's not, not too, too old. He's not 32. You know, yeah. he's got he's got four or five good. I years thought he school. was older than and that. And there's and there's teams who aren't necessarily picking very high in the draft that need starting quarterbacks. Um, you know, I, I think he's a. I think he's a good fit in a lot of different places right now. Uh, I, I actually read a scenario earlier today that somebody argued that the Vikings should be looking at his services, which you know, <laughs> no. take it for what it's no. worth. I don't think so, but. No. You know, but the Vikings have trade value to offer back if they want an upgrade at their starting quarterback position. They can offer one of those quarterbacks as a
2: backup. That doesn't. Back. All, that, that is Nick Foles is would be the fourth quarterback on that on that. In my opinion, on yeah. that Vikings.
1: Well, game. you have three guys who started NFL games on that roster, so maybe that's not the best scenario. But Denver's still looking for a quarterback. Yeah. The Browns obviously are always looking for a quarterback. Why? they're never yeah. not looking for a quarterback? <laughs> right. um, you know, and, and even teams like Jacksonville, if you. If you don't think he's an upgrade over Blake Bortles, Before, then you're you Wasn't
2: terrible, yeah. Before, but again, he got Blake, better as the year went on.
1: He did, but again, he's he, you know Nick Foles just showed he can lead a team to beat one of the greatest dynasties in sports history. Yeah, uh, I, I you know I I think you're looking at a, a mid to late second or any third round pick, and if if somebody's going to offer you something like that, I, th- I think you got to take it because think- again, Wentz is your quarterback going forward? There's no sense in holding on to him because you're going to get zero value for him when he walks in free agency next year. Do you think so might as well get something back. Do
0: you think his value gets hurt around draft time because this is such a quarterback heavy draft? Well, it's this a qu- season one of the, it's one of the more top heavy quarterback drafts we've had in a number of years with so many guys that are projecting top five, top ten, even just top of the top third of the first round. It's a,
2: it's a quarterback heavy draft, and then on top of that, you have uh, Kirk Cousins, which I think has more value. Um, which we'll
0: talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah.
2: yeah so, uh, yeah, the way the way the quarterback scenario is going to play out is actually interesting to me. I yeah, think. it's going
1: to become very intriguing, but yeah.
2: again, it, it,
1: when it comes down to it, if I'm Philly and I can get a second or third round pick for him, I'm, I'm letting him go. Oh, hell, hell yeah. Get that second or third right. round pick back. But, but who be, who's going to offer that? It, that's that's we'll the, the problem. Out, I'm
0: sure Philly would love to get that, but it's getting someone else to let go of a second round pick. A lot of the people are going to kick tire,
1: tires and sure. the, a team like Cleveland who has six, six picks in the first three rounds they they can offer something like that i we will we'll get into this clearly, in the draft like,
0: preview and
2: they, show, and they, and they now have a general manager who is truly a football guy, and not a state One of those guy. two, top, one
0: of those two top four picks has got to be.
1: Their new GM doesn't, doesn't pick quarterbacks, though. That's not what he does. He doesn't pick quarterbacks, but he also
0: has a guy in Deshaun Kaiser who he has no loyalty to whatsoever. No. Hugh Jackson made it clear at the end of the season he has no loyalty to the guy, and I don't no. know why you would. Deshaun Kaiser is not the future of any football no. team.
1: and he was a reach in the second round, like the, like the Browns always do. They reach for bad quarterbacks. And they end up in the same situation, which is why they've had twenty-seven starting quarterbacks in the last twelve seasons, or whatever it is.
0: Be curious to see what what Cleveland does with the uh, with that draft. I, I mean, think they
1: get a quarterback before the draft, and they put two weapons around him at one and four. I, 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 fi- I, I
0: figure if anything, you draft at this point anyway. We'll talk about this as we get closer to the draft. Saquon Barkley, you have to take him. Yeah. I think at, yeah. n- at number one because if you don't, somebody's coming up there at number two or number three to get him. before and that's you why do. I
2: don't. That's why I don't worry about. It. That's why I get a even even back with the, the devaluation of, at the running back position. You think?
0: Yes. Well, but you're starting to see that. You're starting to see it come back a little bit because he's a three down back. Yeah. He is. He's a guy that can. He's not just a specialist. And I'm not, and I'm not knocking knocking him. I, I sure. I, I like running backs, and I think he
2: is definitely the most talented. I mean, he just
0: had guy you know, available, Kareem Hunt, come in. Uh, you talk about the, devalu- the devaluation of that he led the league in rushing this this season.
2: Leonard Fournette,
0: yeah, looked, you know, yeah, he's so a he's a three down back type of guy. He's a little bigger than Barkley is, but Barkley can still handle that load. Plus, Barkley's a better receiver out of the backfield than Fournette is, I think, as well. So. Well, we'll talk about that as we go down the road.
1: Yeah, we got a whole draft preview show coming up,
0: guys. Yeah, we'll have all that as we get closer to draft day. Another cha- one change that has been made outside, a good, of, a good one. outside of Adam's sec- next beer being open.
1: It's not a change. That always happens.
0: Yeah. Well, you're just changing out an old one for a new one. The Detroit Lions have finally made it official. And hired Matt Patricia as their head coach. He has trimmed the beard down. Sadly, still has a, still has an Boo. actual still has a beard. It's just not where it was before he was in. Yeah, little no, manscaping.
1: He left. wasn't a big fan. Yeah, and cut, cut I liked off a so. bigger beard. It was way better. But
0: his quarterback situation is set. Don't no. have to worry about that. He's being brought in to fix a defense. It's really not. Done anything under Jim Caldwell? No, last and, number and of years. But Lions
1: fans clamor for a new defense, but I you, still think they their quarterback can't win big games. You think? Either, him, so you think I, those
0: Lions fans may not have a little bit of buyer's remorse after seeing his defense get lit up by Blake Bortles in the AFC title game and then ripped to shreds by Foles in the Super Bowl? No, I don't track I don't. record. Yeah,
1: look at the track record. He's produced some pretty good defenses, and the, I, I think one thing that you see he's had opportunities. Now we don't know how many like head coaching opportunities he's had, but. He's had opportunities to go elsewhere in the league previously. And there's something about Detroit that he's appealed by because it's certainly not the city itself. Um, There's something in Detroit. uh, I've been to Michigan. It's not the coolest place to look at. Um, (laughs) But there's there's something there that he likes. He took an opportunity to go to a
0: team that is – in well, theory,
1: I, on the rise.
0: I think it's because he has an offense that need doesn't need doesn't need really any fixing. Well, they
1: need to win. They need their quarterback to be able to win games against winning teams. But, but, but
0: the, the pieces are there. The pieces are there. So yeah, he can they, really they come, come in. Trying to come back. He can come in and well, maybe <laughs> he can come in and think. Look at it as I can fix the, the defense. Maybe we have something yep. here. Kind of like the reverse of what John Gruden did down in Tampa when he took over there. He I, knew he I had
2: think the, it's I think it's different though. I, that, I'm saying it's in that same head, vein though. Head coaches don't. I, I feel like uh don't have as much like you can be a, a head coach and you can call you can basically be the offensive coordinator uh, defensive court uh defensive i'm sorry head coaches can't really do that with defenses i don't think um
1: it's, I mean, it's more difficult and way less common yes, it is way less yes. common for a defensive coach defensive head coach to call their defense right as okay. is an offensive coach to call their offense
0: right I'll be curious to see what happens, though. Uh, like, like I said, I, I think it's in a little bit of similar similar vein to what John Gruden inherited in Tampa. He doesn't have nearly the, the level of talent on offense as John Gruden inherited on defense down in Tampa. But you figure, come in. I know Matt Stafford's going to throw for forty five hundred yards. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to score. Yeah. Now I need to come in and fix the defense because if I can do that, then we have a contender here, especially you know in a division where Minnesota has you know the. the situation at the quarterback spot green bay is getting a little older they're going to probably have to let some veterans go because they're making too much money Mm -hmm. chicago is in a complete rebuild mode maybe they think they've got a quarterback in, in mitch trubisky but you're thinking Chicago is probably a couple of years away, and so I and think
1: it's an easier path to a wild card. That, it division, is. that division is it's the black and blue division for a reason. But if you can go ten and six in that division, you can easily
2: be a wild card team well, in the NFC. So now, now Detroit has a, a, a head coach that's defensive minded, and and that might help their defense. Now they just need to get some talent on their defense, and then maybe they can actually play good defense. Well, and we'll see we'll
0: see how he does as far as. You know, and now he's running his the show. Scheme,
1: his scheme makes a difference. I mean, he, they, Scheming they helps, typically have really good players in, in New England, but they are, his scheme also helps to make. Really but those good really good players,
0: players are being evaluated and drafted by Bill Belichick. Yeah. It's his first time now calling the shots, and you, you'll see. Well, I guess we'll see. How much he maybe strays away or varies from where what he learned with Bill Belichick?
1: I, I think it'll still be the tight ship. I think they'll still they'll still oh, run sure. a tight ship. Is just as far as what what he brings, as far as scheme and so on, as far as how they they yeah. play on game day.
0: So Matt Patricia is moving on, and then there's the situation with the Patriots' offensive coordinator Josh uh, McDaniels. Who we, we we all thought he was going to leave. He had agreed to go. We all
1: thought. They had a it was press a, it conference. Was, it was announced. I, they yeah, had the, a press the, conference the Colts to annou- announce
0: it. The Colts announced it. Announced a press conference, and then Josh McDaniel says, "Never mind. Change my mind. I'm going go, to go back. I'm going to go back to New England." Which, first of all, to that point, if you're Jim say why in the hell are you having these announcements and calling for a presser when you don't have his signature on a you contract?
1: Know, if, yeah. you, if you don't have it done. Why is why are you holding a press conference? That blows why are you my announcing mind. anything? Blows my mind. And again, like the Patricia sh- situation, we thought this was a foregone conclusion, which I'm assuming Jim Irsey did as well. Um, you know, who knows what kind of well, pills and 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 so on he was on when the he story decided goes, to have a press conference. But <laughs> the story goes: this past
0: Tuesday, McDaniel's went into his office. and was cleaning out his office, and Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick came in and said, "Can we talk to you?" And they talked him into staying. Now I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna fatten the contract for well, him to that, stay. You would Think so. And, then, and are they are they grooming him? Is there a know?
1: succession plan yeah. that was laid out? That's that's, the other that's what I'm
0: wondering. Is did Belichick possibly be. po- did Belichick possibly go to him and say, "I got a year or two left. Stick with me, and this team's yours when I leave." Well, I, I think. But you if
2: you're if you're an offensive guy and you can go coach a team that has Andrew
0: Luck, but like, do you have him? They don't know. Yeah. Because of the shoulder,
2: still a question mark. I'm wondering
0: if that, if one, maybe that scared him off. It just there has to, you have to think he was told you're going to be. He has to be the
1: succession plan. Otherwise, it doesn't. The move doesn't make sense. Right. It doesn't. Right. The <laughs>
2: right. The Colts is no. I don't want that promotion. Anymore, it's an
1: intriguing job because you know it's an owner who's going to spend money for your team. You have what is assumed to be a really good quarterback, um, and he's an offensive guy. It, it, it's. It's perplexing because again, it, we thought it was a foregone conclusion. You know, Lions fans have thought for three weeks that they were getting Matt Patricia, and sure enough, Monday morning they get Matt Patricia. Colts fans have thought for three weeks they were getting Josh McDaniels. Sure enough, it was announced Monday morning, but Monday afternoon they said, it, "Well,
2: and, and just and kidding." Why would you? I, I mean, if if Belichick and Brady leave. What's left in New England that that what, why is that more appealing? I don't know because you know? he's, he's, grew, he's grew, it's what he's used to. Yeah,
1: he's groomed in the same mold. I mean, that's that's what you know. There should be very little transition change between the two in theory.
2: Except um, except the 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 focal point of your offense is
1: well, as you said, it can, it can, as you said, it can be any quarterback at this point because it's a system guy, right?
2: Without Belichick, though. Josh McDaniels has
1: been running that system for how many years now? Like, that's well, it's what he also, knows. Like you said, it's a comfortable
0: thing. It's what but he knows. You, you also did see Josh McDaniels on his own draft Tim Tebow in the first round. of the Right. And which, it, the year before, he went back to New England as the OC. Which to be
2: fair, he did uh, beat
0: – uh, the Steelers he in did. the playoffs. He yeah, he did. <laughs> but Jim Tebow
2: has more playoff wins
1: than Andy Dalton does. <laughs> right.
0: The year before, he went back to New England, though. He was the Rams' offensive coordinator, and they were 31st in the league in every statistical point offensively. Yeah, the thing that also bugs me about this, and maybe it's appropriate that McDaniel stays in New England, he had already made hires for his coaching staff oh, in Indianapolis. Wow. They were already signed to contracts. Here, and t- he did not tell them ahead of time that he changed his mind. It and was it- So these guys... They're, they're, the guy that was going to be his defensive coordinator has already been signed. I think they already have another defensive guy that's already been signed, and Ursay has said, yeah, they're going to stay here. But you know a year from now they're getting canned Yeah, because no, the I mean, coach is going to want to bring in his own guy. It's and just-
1: depending on who they hire, they might have to can them. If, 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 honestly, where do they turn now because now it's – wait a minute, who do we hire? Well, if, talk- you,
2: if you have a head coach, just for example, that wants to run a 3-4 and you've got a 4-3 defensive coordinator yeah. or vice versa, whatever, or, or offensively, you've got a guy that wants to run this style of offense and that's just not what you want to run. I mean, yeah, that's... That's a big. It's, that's a it, big issue.
1: And 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 that's who it really screws more than anything. It screws those assistant coaches because yeah. they, uh, if they didn't have a contract, they can't go back to the job they had because Ari told them they were leaving. That's right. And now they don't. Yeah, their coaches. Still, their families. And there's still, there's still no guarantee that they're going to get to stay. And, Again, they have a contract, but if the new head coach comes in and says, but you, you don't Hey, even wait ha- a minute, I don't really like that guy, guess what? But the head you, coach wins that but
0: one. But McDaniels right? doesn't even have the class to call the guys and say, You yeah, know what, I'm, I'm, sturdy. I'm sorry I changed my mind. Stupid, that's man. apparently the Patriot way, Yeah, is to be a dick and not tell anybody that's, anything. Uh, uh, maybe it's appropriate <laughs> that he, stay, he stays there and further learns the ways of the Sith Lord. <laughs> I, I I don't know. That's that's the part that bothers me the most about it, is that he couldn't bother to he tell the guys who who may who are changing their lives and uprooting their families to go to a place to work for him, and then he decides, nah, I'm not going to go there, and nah, I don't have the the cojones to, co- <laughs> to get to give him the courtesy of a phone call. Yeah, Screw
1: everybody else is what before makes it, it worse. gets
0: leaked out. But in the end. It's also on the Colts too. Sure, it'll
1: work out again.
0: It's also on the Colts too for announcing everything. And then, oh, by the way, it was announced that uh, Josh McDaniels' agent has dropped him because of it, because he didn't bother to tell anyone that he wasn't that he had changed his mind. Good on him before but it was again, made public.
1: I'm sure, Josh McDaniels won't have a problem finding another
0: agent. Either. He probably already has one. Uh, I'm sure, as a matter of fact. So, but he, Drew, hasn't, but Drew, he hasn't signed him yet.
1: Drew Rosenhaus probably swiped that up real quick.
0: I give credit to the Colts GM and the press. They had a press conference to talk about it, and he was as classy as you could be, but you could tell, obviously, he was fuming about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. My and there was a, a thing, a story that came out uh, right after the, the st- McDaniel story broke. Some person who works in the league said, that's just Kraft trying to get back at them for the whole, for the whole deflate gate thing. And, and my first reaction was, Robert Kraft is pissed off at a team for trying to bust his for cheating. Yeah, right. They outed you for cheating for for allegedly deflating the footballs, and you're pissed off at them for it. And Destroying cell
2: phones and,
1: and
0: just yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're mad at them for it. So you're going to do this to try and get back at them because they outed you for cheating.
1: Yeah. I, okay. I okay. Know. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff surrounding that whole situation, and it's it's, it's messy, and it's only going to get well, worse before it gets and better.
0: And down the road, another. And another uh, NFL owner who's his fair share of headlines over the years he has himself in quite a pickle and that's Daniel Snyder the owner of Washington. We talked about t- talked about a uh, acquire Alex Smith in a trade give him 70 million guarantee we'll talk about that here in just a moment. Kirk Cousins is seemingly out the door although Washington does have the ability to franchise tag him if they do it's it's something like a 35 million dollar tag and they're considering it. If anything, to try and see if they can recoup trade value, recoup some of that loss for what they gave up for Alex Smith, which is yeah. a draft pick in a Kendall Fuller, the starting cornerback they yeah. gave up yeah. to get him as well. So, uh, just a weird situation. If, if, if I'm if I'm uh, cousins, I said,
2: and you franchise me, I sign it the the second you you tender it. Okay, now you're on the hook for 35 million and I have a press conference saying that I'm not going to re-sign with with the team. He has team all the leverage. Yep. Yeah, so oh, you, oh, you're going to trade me? I'm not going to re-sign. They're going to pay me 35 million and then I'm going to move on. Go Bit to free, it? About, yep.
0: which means the Redskins which, get which nothing. Means,
2: which means nobody will offer anything for him and they're on the hook for $35 million for their backup quarterback. For him
0: yeah. and 70 million guaranteed for Alex Smith. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I you have to let him you have to let him walk. Right.
2: You have to. I mean, I understand trying to get something, but but it's it's time to it's time to cut. Just bait. give it up. They, right. Do
1: they do they still have the option? Is it too late? Can they give him the lower franchise tender? No, is that, no, he, no, no. He's, he's already
0: gotcha. been
2: franchised
1: he's in, he's already been franchise
0: twice. Okay. I, I, didn't, bit, I, I didn't know if that was possible. I think or this right. is the third time he's, he will he will if they decide to go yeah, there it because, because it's the what the top five or tw- the, or twenty percent higher than last year, whichever one's higher. Yep. It, but whatever the case is, it's almost $35 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: a lot of money.
0: So, assuming they let him walk in free agency, which I don't see where there's any sense in tagging because, like you said, officer, all he's got to do is say, okay, I'll sign it. I won't re sign with that team that you yep. trade me to.
2: And, and you put that out there and nobody will touch him. Yeah. Rightfully so. He and has all the leverage. And he, and he sits on the bench and gets paid $35 million. And they're
0: screwed. Or Alex Smith sits on the bench and gets. Whatever, twenty three million I think for this season. <laughs> right. So you have sixty million committed to quarterbacks. One of them you're not. You're it was not. It, not was, not,
1: it was not moot because you have two. Starting quarterbacks, and now you have to let one of them walk for free, and you gave up a pretty good value to get Alex Smith. It's, they, it, it, it it's was a not, it's
2: not free. You, they would get a pick. They, they would
0: get a uh, if
1: he leaves, they get a conditional pick, A, con- you a know,
0: compensatory pick, in like a third, third round. Pick, but,
1: yeah, a third round or later,
0: third or fourth not. round. Something it depends and, on and it depends round. on Kirk Cousins. But it's nothing close to the value of the of the guy you're letting go. And so they, right. they
1: gave up a second round pick and a starting corner to get. Alex Smith, and now you can get at most affordable. Okay, so, so I'll put it day. to
0: you guys. You're, you're, you're GM of respective team. It needs a quarterback. There's a lot of there's a laundry list of them to do. If Washington says we're going to tag him and he's available for trade, and they come to you, what's your offer for Kirk Cousins?
1: It has to be. It has to be a first round, doesn't it? I think that's. No, the, if you're, I, I, I wouldn't franchi- would give a first
0: round. Point. No, but if
1: you're fra- if you get franchised, it has
2: to be a first round pick. It's no. They can. They, it's, oh, prior to him it's, signing. It's, so so no. Before
0: it's, he signs, they can announce the intent to tag him. So so. Uh, but he doesn't have to sign it. If
2: he's franchised, they can they can offer a first round pick to sign him away, and the the other team the, the team he's at has the right to match that, or they can agree to whatever they want in trade.
1: Oh, okay. I thought I thought you had to if if they were franchised yeah. I thought you had to give up a first that's round if you pick.
2: that's if that's if you sign him away from them after he's been franchised then you have to give up yeah, yeah. whatever first
0: round or whatever would, it is I I would lowball him because yeah. you know the watching, you know they're stuck they're stuck either they want they got to get rid they're of they're in a
2: bad spot if he stays they got
0: to get rid of him so offer him a third round pick offer him a fourth round pick right right. Maybe two third, maybe two I, third round. Picks. I think his
2: I think his value is in the in the second round range in the Garoppolo range. Should um, be higher
1: than that because he's a he's a better quarter. Garoppolo didn't have any statistics to back up where he got traded.
0: I think he's a, I think he's a first round value. Yeah, it just I think he's any, a starting
1: quarterback. You I trade for team, him,
0: he's your starting quarterback. I, I think any team would. Not be overly smart to give up a first round pick to get him. No, they don't have to. If if they go there, like I said, I would lowball so, them because I right. know because I know Washington's stuck again. Right. In that so, situation.
2: So you you offer like so. What you're saying is is they're most likely reasonably expecting to get something in the third round range because because teams know. So with that said, why not let him walk and take your third round compensatory pick?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So no matter which way they go. Again, you have to think common sense is going to settle in. Although it was Washington, they gave Albert Haynes worth $100 million. Yeah.
1: Daniel Snyder's not the smartest of owners.
0: Okay, so at, at that point, then, where do we see Kirk Cousins landing next season? I mean. Assuming he goes to free agency.
2: I think Denver is probably the, the best, uh, most, the likeliest scenario, I feel like.
0: Von Miller's already openly recruiting for him. Yeah, and, and then and because
2: because the other the other major player here is is Cleveland. And maybe maybe they say Cleveland has more money to Cleveland pay. Cleveland
1: has the most money. They have more money to pay. Cap.
2: But Cleveland also has two picks in the in the top 4 and can take their guy. And, that's, but he, and, but and, and years...
0: that's why I don't think Cleveland makes that move. I don't either. I, okay. I wa- watch out for the New York Jets in this scenario yep, because are... I don't. They don't think they're going to look at thirty-nine-year-old Josh McCown as their future. No, now, they, they, they exceeded expectations this season. They did. A lot of people thought they would go zero and sixteen. They were. They were predicted to go zero sixteen. The, the USA Today predicted them to go zero sixteen. They were not
1: favored to win any of prior to the season. They were not favored to win any game on their schedule.
0: No, they weren't. And so they did overachieve. So there is some. There are some pieces there. But you have to know going forward, you know, Josh McCown's not the answer. <laughs> Christian Hackenberg's not the answer. Bryce Petty's not the answer with the Jets. I I, I could see him because it would be a very New York move to throw – to go to Cousins and say, we'll give you five years and $160 million with $90 million guaranteed. Yeah,
1: I, I, I could
0: have it could happen. I, I – I'm just saying watch, watch out for the Jets in, I, uh, in this case. Cause I, I, think, th-
1: I think the Browns are a player, and the reason I think they're a player is because of the first and fourth pick, because if you bring in a quarterback like Kirk Cousins, who's your franchise quarterback, and you tell him, we have two picks in the top four to give you weapons, we know Saquon Barkley's one of them. What else do we need? That's what makes it appealing to me.
0: What you could also do, though, if you're Cleveland in that spot, if you you do indeed sign Kirk Cousins, and who knows if it's going to happen, Cleveland has the money, you sign Kirk Cousins, now all of a sudden one of those top four picks becomes available in a trade. And we know Cleveland loves to trade back in the draft. Mm-hmm. They they did with their Saber Metrics guy. But, but now they have an the NFL, NFL guy. But the positions, but it's available now because you figure if you sign Cousins, well, we don't need to draft a quarterback. No. No, but and they it, still have and one, they, have they have six they picks in the first three they, they, rounds. They do. So
1: there's plenty of what? They have six.
0: But you know, but you also know there are other teams that need more than six starters to be, but but. But you also need that. No, there are other teams in the draft that need quarterbacks. The team, like for example, like Buffalo, they're picking down around, around pick number 20. They need a quarterback. They look like they've pretty, they're trying to move on from Tyrod Taylor. Maybe you can call a Buffalo and get you know move back to their spot in the draft and they, maybe pick up an extra second rounder.
1: Yeah, the Browns have a bevy of money and a bevy of picks, so they have the ability. And 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 to me, if I'm Kirk Cousins or if I'm any you know if I'm a Nick Foles guy, that's that's why that's appealing to me because you have the ability to start getting pieces to put around a quarterback who's already proven. I, I feel like the, they, the, the they, Browns, they always screw up drafting quarterbacks. They that's,
2: haven't done because they haven't. They haven't spent a high pick on one yet. Yes, they uh, years ago like, for years they Tim Couch. All right. Okay. Fair enough. other than that, they
1: they've picked first round quarterbacks. Couch was a little
2: different because they almost got him murdered. He could have been decent, and he was a very he was a very he was their first pick when they came back. They yeah. had, so so okay, you got me on Couch. They have not drafted a high quarterback since. Johnny
1: Manziel was seventeenth. How high do you want him to pick? No, he wasn't. Yes, he was first round quarterback. They tra-
0: Cleveland traded back into the first round to get Manziel. It was, was in a it low tw- It was a low twenties. It was either, just like it was just like way.
2: Whedon, where they did the same thing for like the twenty whatever yeah, to get back, into, to get back right. into draft twenty
1: eight year old rookie right Brandon Whedon right.
2: I I just but think they, but they but they haven't taken a but top they of, have top a history of screwing up draft but pick they, quarterbacks. But they haven't taken a top top-flight quarterback. But who's ever in and they've, their, had the but they've had the look picks. At who's in
1: their, look at their scouting department that they feel like coming back in to get Brandon Whedon, coming back in to get Johnny Manziel has been good picks. So at some point their scouting they, department
2: they, sucks. They, they Stop scouting
1: the, college kids and take an NFL they, guy they who everybody's seen at they, the NFL level.
2: They had the pick to take uh, Deshaun Watson, and they didn't. They had the pick to take uh, – Because somebody in their
1: scouting department sucks. You've seen what Kirk Cousins does in the NFL. Go with Kirk Cousins. You see what Nick Foles did in the NFL. Go with Nick Foles. Like I, I'm just saying. To me, they cannot draft quarterbacks no matter what. They haven't been able to draft a quarterback. and I don't care if it's But they first. haven't taken one of the. It top doesn't guys. matter. They, they can't find the right guy. It doesn't matter. Take a guy you know if what he it, can do in if the they NFL. They would have taken
2: Watson. He. They would have done well. Uh, what's his face from the the uh, for the Eagles? But again, they had the pick. Take, that he was taken. And take a they did, guy and they you know what back. he can. Take a guy
1: you know what he can do in the NFL already. Rather than speculating on a college kid, that's that's no no I'm no. At.
2: You don't speculate at the end of the first round or in the second round. You can speculate
1: in the first the first pick overall. I mean, the, the, the Bengals. You live here in Cincinnati. The Bengals speculate on the top picks all the time, and they suck sometimes. Akili Smith.
2: I mean, that was on. a that was a bad draft for quarterbacks. That was also Tim Couch. Yeah,
1: it was the same again, draft. It's, it's you know the. There, it's still a crapshoot. I'm, not, I'm shoot. not saying I, I, I would rather go not, the I'm guy. Not, I'm not
2: saying if you spend a top top five pick on a quarterback that it's a guaranteed thing, but it's much more likely it's to scary, be successful. But sometimes you get much, so, much. Sometimes you get Andrew Luck. Sometimes you get Ryan Leaf. Sometimes you get Peyton Manning. Sometimes you get John Elway. Sometimes you don't. Like sometimes but mo- you get more times than not. More times than not. When you're in that top five or so quarterbacks, you get somebody that's Except for they still ex- end up in Cleveland. Talented.
1: And, and they still end up in Cleveland. So but they, is-
2: they did, right? Because they haven't done. This is something they haven't done since Tim Couch for 19 years. It's been 19 years since they took a quarterback early in the draft. They need to do it. They need to do it. They've passed on guys.
1: The, we'll, we'll get into it during our draft preview show. This was this nice.
2: I'm not this saying is, they will, but they need to. I, I disagree. But we can talk about it again during the draft show. Kirk, Kirk Cousins isn't a guy that can take the league by storm. And maybe maybe one of these. Which uh, which, which college quarterback
1: right now do you think takes the league by storm? Uh, I mean, I'm not sold on any of the top three. Well, I mean, I, I think they're going to be decent NFL quarterbacks, but I'm not sold on them. I, none of them are Andrew Luck. None of them are paid None of them are surefire NFL quarterbacks. I mean, I mean opinion. to be
0: fair, Luck hasn't done a whole lot. But he, but he's Luck's been given nothing to work with. Yeah. Not, and when he, right. and when he's
1: healthy, that's he's the, pretty good. That's, he's not, that's part of it. He's not, he's not a bad quarterback when he's healthy. But he's also right. been trying to play through stuff too. But you know, none of these guys is is a surefire number one pick right now. And you know, the combine's going to tell a lot too. But I, I just don't see. There's no surefire guy in this draft. There, there's three. For top ten guys, I, I just don't think any of them are surefire guys.
0: I think if you if you're Cleveland and we'll we'll get into more of this in our draft review, if you want to make a splash and say, you know, a new general manager, things are we're we are going in a different direction here. Go sign a veteran.
2: Yeah, that's what I think. But,
1: and and we'll, again, the new GM we'll, doesn't like drafting first round quarterbacks. But you, that's and, not his mo.
2: And you're Cleveland, so you're going to have to overpay to convince. And they can because they in. have most, the most they, money under the they cap. They can, or, they can, but is that prudent? They when can, you can draft somebody, they can.
0: You can sell them on the fact that you know you've got the first and fourth round pick. You've got six picks. You've got you know a Hall of Famer left tackle. You have maybe
2: he might he might also be John Gruden's replacement in the booth.
0: Even <laughs> I so, I don't think he's retired just yet. Even so. even so, you have you have there are a few. It's enough to worry. I think you, you could at least be intrigued by the idea. By the yep. idea. But with that said. Kirk Cousins is out in Washington one way or the other. Alex Smith is in, given a monstrous extension on his contract to now move to Washington. I think it's like 94 million total, but 70 million bones guaranteed yeah. for Alex Smith. Oh. And I know he went nuts this season in a contract year, which, you know, he took the Joe Flacco route. Wait till you're in a contract year to freaking blow up. I think Ball Alex out, Smith is better
2: it, is has, better than Joe Flacco.
0: Oh, I'm not disagreeing with. Him. I'm just saying he. he I don't he, think anyone disagrees with that. <laughs> he he wa- he's waited a while to put up the numbers that he did this past season. So, hey, I mean, he is he I, is he I, worth? I like,
2: I like Alex Smith. He is, is he is the he is the definition of efficiency. But he is, he's not going to put up
0: gaudy numbers. But, but he you're is gonna,
2: so efficient. But you're you know going to you're
0: going to pay a guaranteed seventy million for efficiency. He's
2: steady Eddie. You know what you're going to get. I think he can do it in any situation. I I, I like it. I, I like it. You have to pay. You have to pay for a quarterback. No, in Washington,
1: just... you do because they're stupid. But <laughs> uh, Dan Snyder's not the smartest owner in the world. We right. all we we know that. But it, it's a lot of money. This is one. This is it's one, I, this is one
2: I can get behind. I, I actually I like this.
1: I think you could have got him cheaper I I just don't think. way cheaper I, I just think that's you overpaid the But this is, is the same guy who paid a hundred million dollars I, for Albert Haynesworth I so, can't you know. I
0: cannot imagine that there was a lot of negotiation in, in with Dan no. Snyder and his agent 70 million okay done like call, call up call up Alex say, Alex dude we gotta sign this. You, you yes. Yeah. How how do you comfortable traveling on the D.C. Metro?
1: Yeah. I, did you like when there's no counter offer? You know, it was a bad offer as an owner, and I guarantee you there was no counter there's offer. There's no way. There was none. Seventy million guaranteed. Okay, done. I'll sign it tomorrow. What plane you want me on? Like that. <laughs> that, that was. I, it's so much money, and not a knock on Alex Smith. Again, early in the season, we thought he was an MVP candidate. But and he, we just—he played is, really well throughout not, the season. There's but,
0: just not been an extended track record of no, this for Smith. Not seventy million dollars. I, I, I agree with you, Officer. He's been—he has been efficient for the majority of his career. It's just uh, not until this season that we actually saw him. Number one, be willing to throw the ball more than eight yards down the field. Which he'll get his fair share to do that in Jay Gruden's offense compared yeah. to, to to Andy Reid's.
1: Jay Gruden does like to spread it out a little more. He, he does he likes to go downfield yeah, a little I, more and, than Andy Reid does. And
0: I think he can step in there. And I think that's what Jay Gruden probably liked when he saw it. But you know, Alex Smith had a speed burner at tailback and Kareem Honey, a Tyree kill a wide receiver, and you know and uh, Kelsey a tight end. So he had weapons there. I don't know that he has the same level of weapons in Washington, especially on the offensive line. So it, it's just it's it's a lot i'm ca- i'm i'm calling
2: it now two years from now washington does not have buyer's remorse
0: because so you guys can go you're back, buying that you, much you, in
2: Alex you, Smith. you guys can go back to this and i'm and 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 i'm not saying he's gonna win him a super Bowl or anything like that then what are you saying if what, is what he what, what, is he what, winning is, winning the division? Buyer, I'm saying what is he is, not buyers remorse i am saying he is i'm saying he's worth it i think he's, he's worth it he's, but what so, does that 70 million so, get you
1: does he is he winning the division is that what you're saying because at that point, you have to be. For $70 million guaranteed, you have to, be, at a minimum, be winning your division.
0: You would think anyway, although Matt Stafford can't do it. <laughs> and he, got, he got and 90, he got paid. he got ninety million guaranteed, but he got a head coach. And, so. and,
2: and that's and that's just it. It's 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 more than it's winning the division is beyond Alex Smith. I mean, there's there's so many other things At play with the defense and everything. It's
0: it's okay. Nice. So then, what's the justification then for seventy million in your eyes? That that that's what you what you say is not Buyer's remorse. I,
2: I think I think he continues to play like he did. Similar numbers. Yes. Okay. I'll buy that.
0: Does he? Does I, don't, it, I don't agree with you, but I'll buy that as, en- as not buyers. Does voice. that entail him having to take Washington at least to the divisional round of the playoffs?
2: I, I, that's that's hard to say. I mean, it, it, like because I feel like some of those things are out of his realm it, it's it's yes he
1: has, he has to at least put him in the playoffs i mean i, to, no, I, I agree
2: and in and the I, playoffs I, is one thing i'm saying to at least well, win a game
1: it's what he did in kansas city put him in the playoffs which is what i think he has to do to, and
2: and i mean i mean I, I i think that i don't think that this past season was a flash in the pan i think he's kind of like a fine wine he gets better with age and I, I i think what we saw from alex smith this past season is what we're going to see for the next few years so with that, if you if if in your opinion you can take what he did last year in Kansas City, plug into Washington's situation, if that equates to whatever division win, whatever that's what I think we get, and I think he does. I think he does what he did this past season in Washington for the next two or three. Years.
0: You think he can take them to the next step where Kirk Cousins couldn't?
2: I think. I think he's better than Kirk
0: Cousins. To okay. be seen. We'll, well, to be continued, <laughs> and,
1: and then depends on where Kirk Cousins ends up to see if that's even a viable. <laughs> right. Argument.
0: So, lastly, here this week uh, the the Hall of Fame class was announced during Super Bowl weekend. I think the, the one that caught us by surprise, I think, was Brian Urlacher getting Ugh. in the first ballot. Ugh. Not saying he's not, not saying he's not a Hall I of I Hate famer. that. Not not saying he's not a Hall so of Famer. Lame. He's deserving of the honor, but for, okay. eventually, for, like in the, as one of the seniors, they did put did get Randy Moss and T.O. in together, which I don't think any of us thought would happen. No, I think, I they I would think it's,
1: it was actually kind of cool, and it'll make for some good speeches. But yeah, um, you know, T O waited his time. I thought T.O. was going to have to wait a little bit longer. Randy yeah. Moss, I thought was surefire, and turns out that was Should true. Be,
3: yeah.
2: Uh, but
1: Brian Erlacher getting in above some of those offensive that so linemen. That's so lame. Especially yeah. considering the offensive linemen that were up. It, right. it is a Chicago bias. Make no mistake about it. If Brian Erlacher did not play in Chicago, did not play for the Bears, and didn't play middle linebacker for them in their history of middle linebackers, he would not be a first down Hall of Famer. It's just plain and simple. It, is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. Did he deserve to be in first bout considering some of the other guys on that ballot, Not even I close. Don't take so. Even at all.
0: I think he was a borderline Hall of Famer. I think Zach Thomas should be in before him. Yeah. Zach
1: Thomas has better across the board. Zach Thomas beats him at almost
2: every. There are so many linebackers that but across the board just are better Zach, than him. Zach, Zach Thomas
0: played on a lot of bad Dolphins teams. Yeah. Unfortunately, that that plays in. It's why I think you don't ever see Willie Anderson ever getting getting, getting Hall of no, Fame he, consideration. He
1: probably never ends up on the ballot. Right. Just I mean, maybe so, the Veterans Committee, but it's the same situation when you play on bad football teams. It doesn't matter.
0: So that class is announced, and now we're going to look forward a little bit to 2019. And there are some good ones. So, by the way, with 2018, it was nice to see Jerry Kramer get in. The longtime Green Bay Packer from other '60s teams, yep. like 82 years old, I think he is now. Think of how good that those teams were for Vince Lombardi. He is the 13th member of those '60s Packers teams to go to the Hall of Fame. That's impressive. 13. That's impressive. That's nuts.
1: Long way for Jerry Kramer, well deserved. And yep. I, I think, unfortunately, that. That's the only offensive line that got in there this year it was a little
0: unfortunate, but you good it for him. him. <laughs> you look at the Kevin Y and, and
1: Tony Baselli, Alan Faneca. Like those, See, the thing
0: with Baselli is he only played like six years. But there's guys who. But he was the best tackle. In the league best for he all league was the best. He was. He was. I think that's he just, was the that's number
1: just, one pick in the expansion draft. No, I understand. Like he was, he was I understand that. that good.
0: I understand that. But I think that's that's what works against it's him is that he didn't.
1: But Alan Faneca, Steve Hutchinson, Kevin Y. I mean, those three and Baselli, you have your argument because he played a shorter career.
2: And there are guys in the NFL that had similar length careers, or I'm sorry, that are in the Hall of Fame. No, Gail, Sayers? Yeah, Gail, Sayers of- Gail Sayers.
0: That is. Yes. You're comparing Gail Sayers, Gail Sayers, Tony Baselli. Absolutely, yes. Oh. Uh, I, I, I can't go there for five years. I can
1: was the best tackle in football. I'm, right, right. I'm
0: not. I'm not disagreeing. And it wasn't even close. No. I'm not saying he wasn't good. I'm just he saying he was the best was offensive best. lineman in my, football my for, only, for a good just, five, six, six, seven My only. just my my simple point is with an offensive lineman to only last six seven years in the league, as great as he was, I understand why he's going to have to wait longer for he the is hall of have fame. To wait.
1: And, and again, just, I'm not saying he's those, not deserving those, of the honor. It's just those four being on the same bout split votes and it hurt them. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, these next couple of years is going to hurt them even more because these next three years coming up, those classes that are going in My these next three goodness. years, there are there are at least two surefire, one hundred percent going in first ballot on yeah. the next three ballots. every single class. I mean, well,
2: I, I mean
0: Terrell Davis, right? That's a similar, similar type. I don't of think one. he should be in the Hall of but, Fame. But? Because he had two good years with Denver, one where he ran for 2,000 yards.
1: He won a Super Bowl.
0: I don't think he should be. He won two Super Bowls. That's fine. That
1: yeah, helps. That's why Eli's going in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree. Hashtag Eli's fault.
0: I agree. I, I, don't, I don't think Terrell Davis should be in. Terrell's a great player, but, again, didn't last very long, and he went two Super Bowls. Changes everybody's mind. It helps. All right. So looking ahead to the next next year's Hall of Fame class, and we're really just going to touch on the guys that are first year eligible. And it's a doozy list. We're just going to go over four guys here, as far as the Hall of Fame goes for next season. If we think yes, they will get in. Should they get in? Will they? Won't they? So on and so forth. Ed Reed.
2: Oh come on! Yes, guys. even <laughs> though he, even though he he looks like a homeless man, it did for the majority of his career.
0: <laughs> for but, like for boy. like year three on, yeah. he had this struggle, scraggle yes. beard. I, he's I, he's up there with Ronnie Lott as one of the best safeties of all time. It,
2: it's yeah, yes, yeah. he is. I mean, he's he, he, he's it, one of the greatest it, safeties it, of all time. As far as uh, center fielder safeties go, he is the man.
0: No one better. He, no, no. He's,
1: yeah, first bout, guaranteed. chocolate it. <laughs>
0: Well, let's let's stick on the let's stick on the defensive side. idiot. well done,
2: Champ Bailey. Yes, yes. First ballot, Chocot- easily. First ballot, he's in. He Dotted. was he was he was one of the best corners his his long career.
0: His that's that's the thing. Sustained. What thirteen S-
2: seasons he played or something? And he, he was and he was damn good. He was a he was elite cover corner from day for,
0: one.
1: Yeah, elite yeah. cover corner for his entire career.
0: Yeah, it did it didn't and, take him long to nope. uh, to get himself going. He's in. I think a guy, another guy here on our list here that I think should go in, will go in. I don't know that he gets in the first year, though. I think he may have to wait a couple of years. London Fletcher
2: didn't Brian Urlacher if, if he if he played if he played for the Bears, he would have been a surefire the thing.
0: thing. Is, and the thing is with London Fletcher is he played. Till, he's almost forty. He averaged fifteen tackles a game.
2: I feel like he. I feel like he led the league in tackles for like fifteen straight years. He, he basically did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's going like you said. He's gonna get in.
1: He's just.
2: Okay. And he's, one of the, he's like he was like five foot nothing, and like it, it was such a cool story. A good dude, good. He just wasn't. He just wasn't a, he was
0: just a, wasn't a guy. He, he, he. You never saw him making like a pick six. He he, he no. didn't he didn't he didn't. He
1: was steady. Eddie in the middle. He's going to make yep. tackles and, for you. And, and that's what I'm what saying. He, that's what he's I, supposed to do. And, he I, makes and tackles. I think it's
0: why. in plus, he was never he good leader. He, yep. he was a great leader. Don't, don't get me wrong. I just in the fact that he there were a lot of teams he played on that were not very good. During his tenure, he, he, he had, his team's had some moments, but I think that's also going to hurt him as well. Should he be in? Yes. Yeah. Will he get in next year? I don't think he does, especially with some of the guys who didn't get in.
1: Yeah, the over the overlap yeah, from yeah. the guys Santa, that, are, and Hutchinson. that are getting carried well, forward. and all, this, all kinds of guys. And the fourth guy we're about to talk about here.
0: It, I don't know how you don't say he's not the greatest tight end of all time, Tony Gonzalez. He is. Until somebody says
1: otherwise, he is. He's the greatest I, tight end of all he time. Ha, he has it's to be. Not even close.
0: He changed the position.
2: It's not. It's not He's even. In. It's not even close. As, as good as Shannon Sharp was, Tony Gonzalez is well, that as, much as better. Good as,
0: as good as Kellen Winslow was back with the Chargers. Right. right. Um, he changed he, the posi-
2: my, he, my God. He. Oh my gosh. The, his numbers. Just from a just a, a against receivers, he's he, up there with he's like Randy top, Moss. He's members. top
1: ten statistically in receiving categories. Yeah, receptions, touchdowns, yards. And he's in the top ten of the NFL, not tight ends, right? Of the NFL, he holds he's, every tight end. He's,
2: record. The, he's the NFL's in the, the tight end, in, end record's not close. He's, no. in, he's in the To Randy Moss. Uh, talk as far as where, about where his numbers fall. He was, as a tight end. He's
1: second all time in receptions, isn't he? is second, yeah. second receptions all time? Yeah, to, all time. To who? The GOAT. The GOAT. The, the, the goat. GOAT. The GOAT. <laughs> but, yeah. If, if, Lord help us if everyone does not vote for Tony. If he's not consensus, He gonna be unanimous. If he's not unanimous consensus, first ballot. I call things, shenanigans. Yeah, something is wrong. Someone has a long-standing grudge against either the Falcons or the Chiefs. If he is not first ballot, hundred percent in.
0: Hand in your ballot. Give up your voting rights if you don't put Tony Gonzalez yes. on your. You, if you don't, you, you should the able, yes. next You should same.
1: never be allowed to vote ever again if no. you
0: do
2: not vote for Tony Gonzalez.
0: Yeah, it, it, and you know the. <laughs>
2: More so than than Ray Lewis, like like I can't think of a more surefire Hall famer if you look than at what Gonzalez. he
1: did for his position compared is,
2: compared, compared to everyone else that ever yeah, played. There's this position.
1: no one else coming I, up it, with the exception of you know you're gonna hate it, but when we get to the <laughs> goat, Tom Brady. With the exception of Tom Brady, there
2: is no you, other person. You no, know Tom Brady is going to be a unanimous
1: 100. But I'm saying there's no other position player.
2: Other than other than uh, Jerry Rice, he the, went, the, the, the from,
1: from that point forward, uh, okay, this is going to be the most until you I get to Tom Brady. This is going to be the most revolutionary player in his position. I think to it's, go
0: it's it's so awesome to see a guy like this who revolutionized the position, changed yep. how the tight end was thought of, utilized, yep. scouted, how you, drafted. How you
1: had to prepare for the tight end. Trickle all the way down to the college and the high school. door
0: for guys like Antonio
2: Gates and, and basketball players that yeah. shifted. And, you know. Gates will be in the Hall of Fame. He, he will.
1: He Gates will. is a Hall of Famer, too. Yeah. When he gets to that point, he's an Hall of Famer, It's just team.
0: so cool to, to see it from my perspective because all you hear about is all these guys who changed the position, revolutionized the position, and those guys were before my time, before our time. Yeah, we so saw. To, him. So to see it, we watched, and, and, and to be old enough to appreciate it, yeah. how good he was yeah. for so long, forever. And, and a lot of people thought, you know, when the Chiefs let him, sent him to Atlanta, which God's name were you thinking when you did that?
1: They thought they were sending him out to pasture. Like, ah, he's
0: done. And that's, I think, that's, nope. I think, that's what the perception was too. Every, and he just went down well there and decided, okay, you think I'm done? I'm going to be just as awesome yeah. in Atlanta. The yeah. only regret I have for that is he didn't wind up with another team in the AFC West so he could stick it to the Chiefs. Yeah, right. He, he but then was, again, he, he was dominating his entire career. He doesn't. He, he, the thing you know people talk about too is he was a devastating blocker. Yeah, he does not get enough credit for football.
1: I mean, it's he he like like we said, he revolutionized the position. He was a great all around tight end. Yeah. It, amazing. It was it was a pleasure to watch Just, him play
0: football. For and sure. th- like we talked about before getting into these this discussion, these guys I think who's coming down the pipeline in the next couple of years? Megatron, Charles Woodson, Peyton Manning. Uh, the list goes on and on. of The guys who are in 2020, 2021 right. who will right. be eligible first time that will be going in as well. And we can have sort of some of these similar discussions, of course, down the road.
1: It's going to be fun, especially because this, this is now the era where our formidable football watching days yeah. yes. are these guys that are going in the Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah. Like it's right. it's, it's, it's cool. It's awesome to have seen historical figures. I,
0: it's it's cool to be able to sit there and say to yourself, you know, one day – I'm going to be able to tell my kids how great he was, yeah, right? Because I saw him. And the they're going to have up.
2: no idea. Because
0: I saw him on TV. You're, you're going to be at that stage where your parent, where our parents were telling us how great this player, this guy was. Yeah. Now I'm. Now you're able to point. You're able to appreciate the greatness yeah. of these guys. That's really awesome. And it is really, really awesome. So with that, we are going to close it out here for the post Super Bowl edition of the Fumblegate podcast. I'm not going to yell the name of the show because we don't do that anymore. But <laughs> yeah, we. Thankfully. We do want you to uh, give us a follow on the social media, on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash FumbleGate. Follow us on the Twitter @fumblegate.
1: at FumbleGate. That's FumbleGateFabby.
0: At FGPCop. And you can also watch every Facebook Live broadcast on YouTube. Listen to the podcast form on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Podcast at gmail.com. If you're a business owner and looking for some sponsorship opportunities, We can take care of that for you as well. And if you're a restaurant or bar owner in the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area, maybe interested in having Fumblegate come and record at your location, once again, Fumblegate podcast at gmail.com. We thank everyone so much for tuning in this week and each and every week.